Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hey there, everybody. So happy to be back with you again this week, as I am each and every week here on Faith and Good Counsel. And I'm really enjoying, I hope you are too, this new season, this this season of Faith and Good Counsel with all our fantastic guests. We're about halfway through now and we have more good things to come. And maybe you're picking up on a, a bit of a theme. Um, you know, I'm all about truth. Um, I'm all about our faith. 100% Holy Catholic Church, the Magisterium. I'm a daughter of the Most High God and I believe. And I believe in the truths that St. John Paul II have, has given us for this day and this very time. And I'm currently, you know, studying more deeply, enveloping myself more deeply in a more formal way at the Theology of the Body Institute. And man, you meet the most awesome people uh, that the Lord brings to the TOB Institute. And I have an, yet another um, dear heart from that experience um, at the Theology of the Body Institute. And this is a young man. Um, wow, such a story to tell. And uh, it's more than we can possibly cover today on our show. And in fact, I hope he'll come back on with me for some podcasting. I'm going to ask him in a minute. But um, yeah, so this is one of those uh, Faith and Good Counsel episodes that you will want to be very discerning about. Um, it will be about a very intimate topic, and that will be certainly uh, a redemptive hope, but it will be about a very dark place, and that has to do with pornography um, and sins, sins of, uh, against purity and, and the evil therein um, and that darkness there. So any innocent ears, precious ears, you will want to protect today. And, um, you know, you can always listen in. You can go to my blog at stacygalino.com or, or faithandgoodcounsel.com, and you'll be able to download at a more appropriate time and listen. So I want to welcome to the show Micah Byers. Hey there, Micah. Hi, how are you? We are great. So, Micah, I, you know, you and I met um, at the Theology of the Body Institute just briefly back in October of yeah. 2014. And I have to tell you, my spiritual motherhood, you know, went up the scale. I, <laughs> I knew there was, uh, there was this beauty and this goodness, if I may say beauty for a, a male. Yes, I can. Um, this beauty and goodness emanating from you. And I knew there was a story there, but I just didn't really, really know until Theology of the Body 2 that we both attended together with a hundred or more other beautiful um, people. And we're going to talk a little bit about that story today. And I I just want to thank you um, first for your openness and your receptivity, huh? even as a male, right, to receive... Well, thank you for having me on here to have that opportunity yes and I think I I'm just very grateful that the Lord has asked me to be a part of what I know is going to be the beginning of a very fruitful fruitful vocational call to share your redemption from this very dark place that so many are enslaved in and so I've very much felt um, some warfare around this episode and so I do want to start with a Saint Michael prayer Micah and then oh, your namesake it just hit me and then <laughs> Micah, St. Michael. And I, there's a prayer that you utilize in your battle for purity that I'd like yeah. for you to offer. So let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Jesus, lover of chastity, Mary, mother most pure, and Joseph, chaste guardian of the Blessed Virgin, to you I come at this hour, begging you to plead with God for me. I earnestly wish to be pure in thought, word, and deed, in imitation of your own holy purity. Obtain for me, then, a deep sense of modesty, which will be reflected in my external conduct. Protect my eyes, the windows of my soul, from anything that might dim the luster of a heart that must mirror only Christ-like purity. And when the bread of angels becomes the bread of me, in my heart and body at Holy Communion, seal it forever against the suggestions of sinful pleasures. Heart of Jesus, fount of all purity, have mercy on me. Amen. Amen. Oh, it's such a powerful prayer. And let's just uh, ask the intercession of Our Lady to keep us wrapped in her mantle and safe in in the garden of her heart, in the garden of her womb, where Satan has no entry. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, listeners, again, this may be a time to turn the channel. If you have innocent ears around, and you can download later at my blog, StacyGolino.com. But Micah and I, Micah Byers, California boy, talking to oh, Louisiana yeah. lady today about your, about your story, Micah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. I know you're 21 and you're engaged and you are a yes. musician after my own heart. But that yes. tell us there's more. I know there's more. Give us a little background into your story. Well, I am from Fresno, California. Uh, I am the second youngest of seven kids. I was raised in a Catholic family. Uh, I'm currently attending CSU Northridge uh, for Bachelors of Music in Film Scoring. Um, I'm engaged to Zoe, and I'm set to get married on August 1st. Ah, And uh, my fiancé is actually going to Loyal and Marymount to get her MFA in film production. Wow, so both of you are kind of in the same industry. Exactly. Yeah, cool. I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, hope. Hopefully she can make the movies and then I can score it. So oh. can hire me. Oh, the, and and ho- and I am sure they will have <laughs> truth and beauty and goodness, uh, just yeah. immersed within this. What you know, I'm I'm seeing it, Micah. I'm seeing it. Okay, so I'm getting excited. So let me let me take a step back. Tell us. So you grew up in this uh, big family, mom and dad yep. together, married. Yes, right? married mom and dad. Yes. Um, Four brothers, two sisters. And so you grew up in a Catholic family. How is it, Micah? And I know every family has their challenges. I know you've certainly shared some some of those um, with me already. But how does an innocent young man in a Catholic family get involved in some of the darkness that you entered into? That is a really good, great question. Um I always, I always think about this, and it was when I heard theology of the body that I really understood how I could have gotten into this. And mm-hmm. as as a little kid, um, this started out when I was seven. Oh. I had okay. First of all, seven years old. Seven, seven years, old. years old. Okay. And and you know it's 
it wasn't it didn't start with straight pornography um it always started with things that it's so weird to say but as a seven-year-old that aroused me um i didn't think that was even possible until you know i got older and i realized what was actually going on but i was aroused by things that i saw on television and especially in our world um let's see that's 14 years ago just how pornographic our our whole world and television even has become yes so everywhere you know as a seven-year-old it was very innocent television people in a bathtub for example and that aroused me um and so going back to theology of the body, we have this desire, this longing, our arrows, mm-hmm. and it's a longing for God. And on earth, if you don't understand that that arrows can't be fulfilled here on earth, and that God is the only thing that can fulfill it, you will try to eat things that aren't good for you. Exactly. And if you're, if that's all you see around you, and even in... Families now, and I can say this as a person in the in the mental health field, you know, and even a person whose family has had some some issues with this kind of a thing. I think it's everywhere. It is rampant. You you know, in in the days when I was growing up, it was much harder to find these kinds of things. You could be insulated more. Where now, oh, exactly. it's ever you can't run from it. So, well, yeah, I mean, you growing up. You had to actually find it, but yes. today it finds you. So our babies, our innocent babies, y'all, moms and dads out there, are being exposed without you even knowing. Or And I think in some way, Mike, you, you might agree that we're so numb to it in certain ways that we don't yeah. see that. Oh, it's okay. I can handle that. Yeah, there is zero tolerance for for anything anything sinful with regard to purity because Satan is prowling. And he is after us, with especially in this particular area, because it is so deb. It's 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 you know in in the in drug terms, it's heroin and crack cocaine. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, there's no between a porn addiction and a drug addiction. There's no difference. Yes, yes. So take us. You're, we're believe it or not, heading to our first break. You know, so you have this very early exposure, and things progress. Um, into rather, rather dark areas that are really too graphic for live radio. But, you know, trust me, ladies and and mamas and daddies out there, um, Mike and I will be talking again um, when we can be more explicit to try to help you to protect your, your babies. But just kind of give us an overview, Micah, um, how dark things got and, and how you lead us into where there's hope, okay? Okay. Well, okay, so as a seven-year-old, um, this this arousal that I had in me, um, this led me to masturbation as a seven-year-old. Wow. Wow. And and I didn't even know what that was. I didn't yes. know what that word because would be. Because you're innocent. Be. You're yeah, innocent. Yeah, I, I thought I was the only person in the whole entire world who did this thing. Yeah. Um. And I did it, and I always wondered for years, for years. And like I said, it wasn't until like another six years that I could even put a word to the yes. thing that I was doing. But you knew um, it was it was not right somewhere in your spirit, and you knew you had to keep it secret. Yeah. Right? So, so there, with this masturbation, it was, you know, I didn't know if it was wrong. I didn't know if it was right. I just knew I shouldn't be caught. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
And not too long after this, um, my sister, who was like 19 at the time, as a joke, she bought a Playboy calendar for oh, me and my no. little brother. Oh. I have no, I have no idea how my mom didn't know about this or find it. It was hanging up on our door, so I guess when you open the door, mm. you wouldn't see it. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, so mm. I made this association as a young age between my arousal and naked women. Wow. Bless your heart. And I, I felt ashamed, and I knew that the nakedness of a woman and me me using that, me using that image, using that woman, I knew that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so eventually the poster gets thrown out. Um, and this is where I shifted to the computer. And mm-hmm. on the computer, I was, I, was, I was a whiz kid, and I knew about viruses, and I knew pornography had tons of them. Mm-hmm. And so I was very smart about how I went about it. For the first two years, I, I would use Google Images and use vague search terms like beach, swimming pool, shower, mm. Mm. and things where people would be less clothed. Mm. Um, and, you know, it would usually get me the image that I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't until I learned how to be even savvier on the computer and learn how to cover my tracks well, I felt brave enough to look up real pornography. Wow. Um, As if that weren't already real pornography. Wow. Right. Well, you know, Micah, we're already at our break time. We're already at our break time. And I'm just, oh, so many thoughts. I'm thinking about, you know, the innocence of children and technology. It's a new level. It's a new level in this this scourge that began in the garden. But we'll be right back on Faith and Good Counsel. Stacey Galena with my guest today, Micah Byers. Catholic Community Radio is listener-supported and dedicated to spreading the truth of the Catholic faith right here in southeastern Louisiana. We rely on the generosity of our listeners, so please consider a financial gift. Log on to catholiccommunityradio.org. I was actually raised in the Catholic Church. I I, um, went to grade school uh, through sixth grade, and pretty much about the time I went to high school, um, I stopped attending church and really didn't think much more about it for a number of years. The return to church, the Catholic Church, was somewhat of an evolution. I thought I knew what the Catholic Church believed and taught, but uh, learned very quickly from somebody who knew far more about the Bible than I ever hoped to know. Uh, I learned that the Catholic Church, what it truly taught, and that that's where I needed to be. I'm a recovered alcoholic and drug addict. Without God in my life, I'd probably be dead. God has literally saved my life. I feel like I'm truly on the road to um, the fulfillment of of really all of my desires, uh, which is ultimately to spend eternity in heaven with myself and my family. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Welcome back, everybody. This is Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacy Galino, here with you each and every week talking about ways to live a virtuous life and talking to the most incredible people that the Lord puts into my path. And one of those people that I'm talking with today is just my, my new friend in my heart, Micah Byers. Welcome back, Micah. Hi. Well, we're, we're talking with Micah today about something very, very intimate and rather graphic and so, again, I just want to say, if you're just tuning in, you're going to want to keep that in mind. Perhaps download this podcast as a podcast or an archive later. 
um, if you've got tender ears, innocent ears around. Um, Micah uh, is being redeemed from a very dark place. He's just been sharing with us some of his story, just just the tip of the iceberg of his story, um, being exposed very, at a very young age, a tender age of seven to pornography and just how deep things got, we really can't talk about on radio. It's too graphic. But I hopefully, Micah, I would like to invite you to speak with me um, at a later date and do some podcasting where we can get a little more uh, in detail and try to give people, you know, some some hope um, and, and some ways to to be redeemed. And that's what I, I, I more want to focus on now, Micah. There's more to this story, y'all. It got really, really dark. Things that are even were surprising to me. And I hear a lot, a lot of things in the mental health field. Um, so, um, you know, and again, Micah, not to cut you off, but we only have just a just a, just a short time. So I want to get to For that sure. hope of the redemption, because I'm going to tell you, y'all, if you see this young man, he is beautiful. I, I have, he's just beautiful. And he's being called to do beautiful things. I know it. So how does one, Micah, how does a young man living in this day and time gone, who has gone to the pit of hell, if I may say, as far as pornography goes, really, the really great. Yes. And he had, the devil had you, he didn't have you by your throat. He was standing on your head, drowning you. Let's that's, it was bad y'all bad. So how do you, how can one have hope? How can parents help? How can one help oneself to be redeemed? Take us to take us through that. So when I was, when I was about 17, 17 before my 18th birthday, so I'd been addicted for 10 years. Oh, hard to and, believe. And I had denied this addiction the whole time. Um, and, you know, it wasn't until one really bad night where I I just couldn't stop. I was mm-hmm. up from 11 to 7 in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was finally starting to really affect my school and my work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was sobbing, and I, I didn't want to look anymore. I was done. I was done. But I physically couldn't stop, and mm-hmm. I thought that there was no hope. Mm-hmm. And I was at the time I was co-leading a retreat group, and my co-leader gave me Christopher West's "Theology of the Body: Naked Without Shame" series on mm-hmm. CDs. Mm-hmm. And this is when everything in my life changed. In mm-hmm. the first ten minutes of the series, Christopher said that above all the mountains, the stars, the planets, God's most beautiful creation was me. Oh. And for a person who experienced the addiction that I experienced, that was really hard to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. Like you don't feel, I don't think you would feel lovable, right, in that state. Well, definitely, how is my body this thing that has caused me so much shame, yeah. so much pain, Yes. so much pain? How is this God's most beautiful creation? Yeah, it seems like it's impossible, right? Well, yeah, and even more so, it's like my sexual desire. I hate it. I hate it. Oh. And it, Christopher talks about this in, in The Naked Without Shame. He says, this longing, or this longing that I had no name for, but felt every day my arrows, he talked about it. He addressed it. Mm-hmm. This feeling that got me into so much trouble, this feeling that I had hated, was actually the key to my existence. Wow. This 
thing could either lead me to hell or it could lead me to heaven. And that's really powerful. And, you know, for the whole entire world, who I I can say, I've witnessed, they don't know the name for this. They don't know what this desire is for. And so that's why it does lead us to such pain. Wow. And because Christopher was able to identify my arrows, which is our longing for the infinite, mm. I, I realized that porn could not fulfill it, that mm. marriage could not fulfill it. You know, in theology of the body, he, he says, you know, you can still sin in your marriage when you have sex. Mm-hmm. Because you can still lust after your wife. And for me, it was like, how do you not lust? It's impossible. Mm-hmm. But to actually hear, you know, Christ came to redeem us. He, Christ, Christ could change our hearts. Moses couldn't. Right. And to really understand that. I, I had never really understood that before or even heard that. So it's, you know, I was starved. Yes. And I tried to fill myself with trash. Yeah. I kept eating trash until I was full, but I could never get full. Yeah. Isn't so, it, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, isn't it amazing how how deeply enslaved you were and how a truth, how the truth can pierce that darkness and just, I can just see your face, Micah, um, and just the awakening that must have been reflected on your face relevant to your heart and to your mind and what you were hearing. Um, and, 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 you know, Christopher talks so much about uh, Manichaeism and the splitting of the body yeah. and, the, of the, and the body and soul, which That's is not. the dualism, which is so rampant in our culture. And it is, it is, it's death <laughs> is what it is. It's death. Yeah. It's total death, and you've experienced this. And I, I tell that you, that is, oh my God, wow! I never even thought about that before. It's total death, and that's exactly what Satan wants, and that is why he is attacking us in this most powerful area of our life because it is who we are, and it stems back, as I said before the break, to the garden, specifically to the fall, when all things that were beautiful and perfect. In our creation as male and female, he has sought and continues to seek to distort and to bring death. And you are right. nearly there. And if we have this key that leads us to God, or it could lead us somewhere else far worse, mm. Satan will use that. Exactly. He will use that. Yeah. Because he, this, this key can lead to really bad things, and if we don't know that it can lead to God, he will definitely use that to his advantage. Yes. Well, where there is unprecedented evil, as we're living in today, and really it's been a challenge since the fall, There's, but there's where there's unprecedented evil, there's unprecedented grace. And the Lord is giving you Amen. that grace. And I see it. I see it. I'll tell you when I first saw it. You know, I saw you from afar at TOB1, and I was, you may not know this, Micah, but I was sitting in at this beautiful adoration uh, time that we had there at TOB, and the, with candlelit, just absolutely beautiful time with the Lord. And you came in. I was in the front row sitting there with my husband adoring the Lord, and you came in and laid on your face in front of the tabernacle and began to wail. And <laughs> it was all I could do. But you were, in, you were communing 
with the Lord. It was so beautiful. I hope you don't mind me sharing this story. No, it no, was, yeah, go it for it. speaks to the pain. And I knew at that moment as a, as a mom who's had a, you know, a, a child who has struggled in, in different areas that there, that agony there and knowing that there's something there and it was all I could do. Um, it was a grace for me to stay in my seat because that was your time with the Lord. But I wanted to come and just embrace you. But you be assured that I was embracing you with intercessory prayer, I can tell you. And that's the moment when I fell in love with Micah Byers right there. So, (laughs) you know, so there's so much, Micah, that you can tell us about. Okay, so Christopher West, powerful witness. Anything and everything that he produces is is so awesome. So that right there is a, a great resource. And that was several years ago for you now. Take us on yeah. a little bit on your journey of redemption and give us some hope in our last three minutes or so here. Okay, so I had the theology of the body now as a tool. I had all this knowledge that, okay, these things are good. So I had to reevaluate. Okay, so my sexual desire is good. I can't just throw it out. I can't repress, repress. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to repress my addiction. Mm-hmm. But what I, I, and it's so hard to explain, but, you know, he talks about opening your heart to God and allowing God the grace, literally, this is all grace. Yes. The grace of God to bring you back to the beginning before the fall. Yes. And that's what God calls us to. Yeah. And so I once you have that realization, it sets you on the right track because now you have a trajectory. Right. And so I knew where I wanted to go. You know, I wasn't because I was addicted, am addicted, I I wasn't just right off of pornography. I would have good times. I would have bad times. Yes. Um, I, the sacraments. Oh my God, the sacraments, the sacraments, the sacraments. Yes. The only way those saved me. Yeah. Um, confession every week. Confession every week. Um, daily mass. Daily adoration. Yes. Saved me. Um, mm. In so from 2010. 2013. I had a lot of ups and downs. Um, in October 2013, I had a two-week streak going, and this was during a time in my life that I wanted to grow and move on, and so I wrote down the things that I wanted in life, and I wanted to move away to school, and I wanted to start a family. Oh, and so from the beginning of my addiction, I promised myself that I would only be in a relationship as long as I was not looking at porn. Mm-hmm. So I used these two things that I wanted in life as motivation. Mm. Um, and that's very powerful. Is, yes. You know, putting yourself in an ultimatum. Well, you can only have that if you don't do that. Um, yeah. One week after I wrote that down and prayed about it, I met my fiance Zoe. Oh, and I've goodness. been free from pornography for one year and five months. Oh, praise be Jesus Christ, the bridegroom, and to whose image you are called, Micah Byers. Well, we're in our last minute here, and there's so much more to this story, y'all. So you're going to have to tune in. Micah, we need to talk because we need to, there's so much more to say. I want to just for a moment to appeal to parents out there, protect your babies. I hear so many things um, in, in my work, and you can have, Mike has just told you that he's very tech savvy, you know, um, oh goodness, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. I can't go into it. We'll have to, I'll put some more tips on my blog in association with this talk. But I, the one final word, the one final pearl is never give up on your children. Intercede, parents, 
Be in a state of grace yourself. Protect your babies. Protect their ears, their eyes in every possible way they can. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Grow in your own holiness and protect your children. You must, you must in this day and time. Micah, thank you so much for sharing, for being so open. God bless you. And until we are together, uh, friends, on Faith and Good Counsel, Pax Christiel, love you. See you next time. Bye-bye now. Faith and Good Counsel is a production of Catholic Community Radio. 